tuning in and welcome to Beyond the Mission, the business of nonprofits on the Michigan Business Network. I'm your host, Vicki Hamilton-Allen, and I have with me John Mashney, father, writer, and oh yeah, business attorney at Foster Swift. Today, we're going to talk about entrepreneurial spirit, future leaders, making a difference, writing a children's book, and of course, John's family. John, welcome to the show. Oh my gosh, Vicki. Thank you for having me on. I'm super excited to chat with you. I couldn't be more excited to chat to you. You have recently written a very interesting book. Can you talk to our listeners a little bit about that? Yeah, oh goodness. It's slightly embarrassing, but super fun, right? So just published a children's book. It's been kind of a year in the making, and it's something I did with my family, particularly my four young kids, ages 10, 8, 6, and 3. And it was a story that I told them at bedtime and they liked it so much. They loved it so much. I probably told it to them a hundred different times. And every time we changed it a little bit and I had no intention of doing anything with it. But about a year ago, someone said, John, you really need to put this in writing and share it with other people. It's hilarious. It's hysterical. And so, and so I, I wrote it down and uh, it's out. <laughs> so the title of the book is most interesting, and I think it gives a little bit away in terms of what the story's about. Do you want to give us the title and maybe <laughs> so, a, a quick well, let me, let me the description? It it's the, yeah, it's the story of Cinderella that most people know, except when the clock strikes midnight, Cinderella has to leave the ball. She's leaving the prince. She's running down the steps as she bends over, she, or she loses her slipper, of course. As she bends over to pick it up, she actually grabs the slipper. But when she grabs it, she accidentally toots, passes gas, <laughs> and, it, and then runs away. And then all the prince have at that point to find his true love is not the glass slipper or the slipper. All he has is the smell of her toot. And so to find his true love, he has to go around the kingdom, you know, asking all the maidens to effectively <laughs> pass gas to find the toot of his true love. And it's called Cinder Toot. And it's hilarious. It's so fun. And probably if you're listening to that, you had one or two reactions like that's super gross or that's amazing, you know, hilarious, all that kind of stuff. So that's the basic gist of the book. <laughs> well, I'm in the uh, hilarious camp. <laughs> I do think that's hilarious. But, you know, you learned a lot of lessons with your children whilst writing this book. And I'd like you to speak to me a little bit more about that. Yeah. And what's amazing is, so, you know, how do you go from silly story to, hey, I published a children's book. And honestly, if you think of like career moves for a business attorney, it's probably not, you know, publish a, a silly Cinderella, you know, to be kind of blunt, a fart book, right? It just makes no sense. And, and it was a really fun way to spend time with my kids, speak with my kids, to teach them lessons that are going to apply throughout their whole lives. So writing a children's book is, might seem like an, an easy thing to do for those who aren't in the know, but it is actually quite a large endeavor. And so you had some smaller business advisors who were helping you along the way. <laughs> That's right. The kids, 100%, right? One thing, when I wrote the book, like for me, if you think of career strategy, right, I would say very rarely does a business attorney, uh, I do entertainment, you know, intellectual property, business, tax, nonprofits, all that stuff. But uh, very rarely does it make sense or you say, oh, this is a smart career move, right? Oh, write a children's book. That's your next step. But what happened to me was I, I told the story to my kids. They loved it so much. And I started, they started telling other people about it actually before I did because I was embarrassed, but it's, it's hilarious. And uh, as people learned about it, they said, you should really think about turning this into a book. And I was not going to do it initially. 
until I realized that I could do it. And while I was doing it, use it as a way to teach my kids about how to be creative, how to be an artist, how to be an entrepreneur and a business owner and learn the whole process. And so that is what intrigued me more than anything else. So every step of the way, my kids were involved every single step from the first draft to draft 13. There were 13 different drafts. They knew every single word that changed. I knew what was funny by listening to how they reacted. They helped choose the uh, editor. They helped choose the illustrator. They helped uh, set the price. Though I, you know, basically had way more input than them. And they <laughs> decide everything. In fact, uh, and I think I told you this previously, we're going to give a percentage of the money away to charity, a local charity that's going to affect kids of their ages. And we're all deciding as a family where that money goes to. And we're going to do it together. So it's, it's showing them how to run a business, how to be creative, how to execute on ideas, how to have fun, right, with being an entrepreneur. And then also what you do when you do make money. And not that we've made money, but, you know, any money that we make, we're going to give some back. I think that's an important step that I wanted to make sure that the kids, number one, understood. And then number two, experience, not just like, hey, we wrote a check. It's like, no, we're going to go actively give it together as a family. It's more than just modeling business practice to your kids or saying this is how business operates. You have effectively created your own little team and this um, (laughs) has become more than a book. It is an interconnection with you and your family, kind of making decisions and setting goals and checking on those deliverables. And so, you know, the idea of, uh, hiring a and an illustrator that's a tough decision and so you had you had conference with your children and i know that your wife plays a big role in this too she in fact wrote your author bio in in your book and people will have to buy cinder to 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 read that but um the idea of demonstrating entrepreneurial skills and working in partnership with your family is amazing and i love the idea that you are already kind of paving the way to giving back So what inspired you to start thinking about planting that seed in your children's mind now as you're writing a book about Cinder Toot? Yeah. (laughs) Well, honestly, I struggle a lot. I have young kids and I, I think too, sometimes adults, we get in this mindset where we want to teach our kids how to be successful, but then sometimes we give up on our own dreams. And I never wanted to be the parent that lived only through my children and only was focused on them being successful without modeling actively for them. Hey, here's how you live, right? Just, just when, you, when you start a family, it doesn't mean all your dreams and your goals and all the things you want to do with your life, all the things that you find fun, those things shouldn't end. I took the attitude of, no, I want to demonstrate how I would want my kids to live by living a life that's full of joy, full of fun, but also full of being uh, an entrepreneur and understanding how the world works and how do you create things? When I deal, I represent lots of different artists and what I generally help them do is go from being the artist to being the artist entrepreneur. And I thought to myself, look, I need street cred, right? This is going to prove to all my artist friends that I know what I'm talking about even more so than just drafting a legal document for them or helping them with a copyright or a trademark. So that was really how I progressed through, you know, what am I doing? How am I doing this? And then ultimately it's been, the most fun thing I've ever done professionally, you know, getting to laugh and joke with my kids. And it's a different type of writing. I mean, when you're sitting in the office and you're writing for your professional career as an attorney, you you don't get to write 
too much, I shouldn't think. I mean, maybe I'm assuming here, but I guess you don't get to talk about too many princesses with flatulence. So I, I feel no. like that topic is quite unique, and I'm really inspired by a lot of your writing. Cindertoot, of course, is, Cindertoot is the most recent um, offering, but you write articles and you um, deliver many, many wonderfully intriguing um, pieces of work. And so I, I want to talk to you about uh, one item or one article called your kids are horrible business partners, but incredible advisors. Why don't you talk to me about the lessons you learned to create such an article? Well, yes. In fact, a lot of people have been asking me about the process of writing. And so this is one of those articles where it's just the process. And I had this idea that, um, you know, I wanted to do the book with my kids. And so I started to think about, okay, well, you know, I initially said, we'll all be partners, right? And traditionally, like how you think of it, right? And I realized that, um, half jokingly, right? They're horrible partners, right? Number one, they never follow through on anything. It's like, hey, let's all, let's, okay, you do this piece, you do this piece, I'll do this. What ended up happening is I did everything. (laughs) You know, and also, you know, they have just really unrealistic expectations about money and success. They're like, dad, you know, when are we going to Disney World from the book? You know, can we buy another house, right? Can I get the Lego Death Star? How soon? PlayStation 5, right? When can this happen? It's like, you know, and then also they just, no one can type well, right? So I had to do everything basically. It's like, you know, can you do this? No, but they're incredible advisors. And here's what I mean. They have an incredible sense of humor, right? So they know exactly what's funny. They know what's going to work, what's not going to work. Um, and even they have uh, the moments that I've had with them. Like for instance, talking about what's the next book we're going to write. That was probably the funniest conversation I've had in my life, right? Just hilarious. And they were um, reminding me of stories that I forgot myself. I'm like, oh my gosh, what are people going to think when they hear about the next other ones, right? Um, And then ultimately, the process of giving back, like we talked about, that has been so rewarding, because then it allowed us to start talking about what kids their age, um, other kids who maybe are less fortunate, the kind of things that they're looking at, and, and how we can help them. So it turned into this fun, you know, article about how they're horrible partners, but incredible advisors. (laughs) I love the fact that you mentioned they have a great sense of humor, and I'm sure that uh, those apples don't fall far from the tree. Um, (laughs) Is there any chance you could give us a sneak preview at what the title of the next book is? Um, There is a a sequel to Cindertoot, The Children of Cindertoot, is already written. Uh, And then there's another uh, fairy tale that has been modified, uh, not with flatulence, but with something else, which I think people will absolutely love. So that's the sneak peek for you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure having you here today. And what fun it is to um, listen to um, how you come about with your ideas and who you consult with. And I look (laughs) forward to one day meeting your whole family. We are out of time, and I thank you for tuning in to Beyond the Mission, the business of nonprofits. I'm your host, Vicki Hamilton Allen on the Michigan Business Network. <laughs>